Hello, everybody. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Today, I have one of my playmates from Dubai. I'm very excited. Miss Jessica Brothers joins us, and she's going to make us smarter about health and wellness in ways that we don't even know. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you, Bobby. It's so excited to be here. And yes, I am going to uncover a lot of truths and, and teach about them, things that we're not taught that are so important to how we feel. So I'm excited to be here, Bobby. Uh, and I just absolutely love you. <laughs> love you too. My, our three o'clock in the morning bicycle buddies here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so we haven't gotten to chat in a while. So why don't, as an intro, you kind of catch me up. I, you know, I always say to my guests that this is a conversation. So I would love to hear about what's going on with you and yeah, get me caught up on life. Absolutely. So I just opened up my third business and I, I can officially say now I sold my first two businesses. So I'm really excited about that. And I can, I can focus on, on, on what I love doing right now. Uh, so my third business is called Kingdom Health and uh, my team and I, which is a team of alternative practitioners, we help people with the root cause of the most common symptoms that we're taught are normal, especially as we age, things like depression or menopause, symptoms from menopause or weight gain that won't go away or headaches or IBS or anxiety, the way we feel stress, insomnia, uh, lack of motivation, like all these things we think are just part of life are not actually supposed to be part of life. I mean, because when, when we help people, okay, and I'll, I'll explain how we do that. When we help people, what people say is, wow, I feel really, really good. And the truth to that is that's how normal is supposed to feel. And if you feel anything less than really, really good, you're sacrificing your quality of life. And there's no need to. Because what, what we do is we get a blueprint of the inside of your body. So we do methylation tests, gut health tests, and we do blood work to see where your body currently is and what it's struggling with. So your hormones could be off because your methylation is inconsistent or because your biome is imbalanced. And those are the two things that, um, that determine the making of our hormones or our immune system. And if that is off, you're going to feel a multitude of symptoms. And the longer you feel those symptoms, the more symptoms and dis-ease of your body you start feeling. And the thing is, it's so simple to fix. It's so simple. It's not going to your doctor and saying, oh, um, I, I have diarrhea, take this prescription, because that just band-aids, it numbs something while the issue is just still going on. So we get that blueprint through those tests, and then we we just build a protocol on simple, you know, micro and macronutrients to, to give your body the tools so you can you can heal. That's it. Okay. I can feel your energy and passion, but I got to back you up a minute because okay. let's pretend people like me maybe don't know what methylation and biomes are. Can you break okay. those down for yes, us? Yes. I love that. I love that. I know sometimes I, I speak in, in my terms, right? So methylation is really easy. First, most important thing to your body is water. Second most important thing to your body is a consistent methylation process. This is a process that happens in every single cell billions of times, almost every second. Okay. That's why it's so important to your body. So what is methylation? It is the process your body takes our food that we eat and breaks it down into usable form so your body can function. 
that simple, that simple. So that's what methylation process is. And it determines how we feel hundred percent of how we feel or what symptoms you're going to feel because it's inconsistent. Um, biome is, uh, your gut, your intestines, how healthy are they? It's the lining of your immune system. It's where 90% of your hormones are made and your biome is a balance of good to bad bacteria. And if your bad bacteria are higher than your good bacteria, you have an imbalance. If your good bacteria are higher than your bad bacteria, then you have a healthy gut. And that balance determines on how you absorb nutrients to go through, you know, the process to be delivered to your organs and in your blood and, and your cells to help them. So you, you feel good. Thank you. I, yes. I just got to make sure we're clear on these, these fun terms. So if I heard you right, you take people through the journey, you do some testing, find out what's going on in their body. Is it treatment through supplements, through activity, through food? Like what are the next stages in that? It's all of it. It is. Let's build your lifestyle that fits you unique to your body. Because if your goal is that you just, you want to feel healthy, you want to feel good. You want good sleep. You just want to wake up motivated, energized. You want to feel ageless, powerful, right? Sexy, confident, like all that stuff. And if, if that's what you want, then we can help you build the lifestyle that works for you. And yes, it involves what you eat because what you eat directly correlates to how you feel. And that is also your micronutrients, your raw materials, because your vitamins and minerals are the tools that your body needs to heal or for you to function. It's like, Bobby, you want to build a house? You hire a, a, a carpenter, but you give him no hammer and nails. How good is your house going to stand and, and be if you don't give it the tools it needs? Your body's the same thing. It's our nutrition, our vitamins, our minerals, those raw materials are the tools our body needs. And, and movement is important because for with movement is, is blood flow, which is oxygen, which is, you know, all those raw materials in your blood to disperse. So it is a combination of everything for sure. Is there any, I don't know if tricks is the right word because it's science. I've heard you say this and, and talk about it with Gary. It's just science, you know, is there anything that could be a global statement that you could share with the audience on, I don't know, is there one or two tricks that if they did it right now, they can improve their quality of life? hundred percent. I get two things because along with nutrition is mindset. And this is something, a hard lesson I had to learn. You can't have the perfect nutrition and raw materials in your body if your thoughts are just going to be negative. Because it is your thoughts and your nutrition are yin and yang to your health. So you can't have perfect thoughts and bad nutrition and be good. And you can't have perfect nutrition and bad thoughts and be good. You need both. Hmm. And the two things we need to survive is water, oxygen, and honestly, good energy. Otherwise, our cells die faster than, than they're made because our thoughts create the energy, or I'm sorry, the environment of our cells. So we've proven science over and over again. Just look at studies from Dr. Lipton. He proves this beautifully. Uh, there's, a, there's another study done with water, like the way water forms if you give it good words versus negative words. It's, it's so cool. You know, so what can you do right now? 
You can breathe, intentionally breathe. I am a huge fan of the Wim Hof breathing method or square breathing, something that fills up your lungs and you intentionally breathe. You can do that along with think happy thoughts. I know that seems crazy and maybe it's a little woo woo, but try it. Try it for a week. Take five minutes to smile and think good things things you appreciate around you, things appreciate in nature if, if you don't love your life right now. And you will see very quickly how everything in you changes. And you will see that I am completely right about this because <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, it's been proven over and over again, but thinking better thoughts about yourself, about your life will shift your reaction, your emotional intelligence towards everything you do in life and breathing. Breathing gets that oxygen in to help the body heal at a much faster rate. It gives you more energy. It livens you. It's it's both of those combination is is pure cellular health. It's it's important. You can do that right now. Yeah, that's great, and it's free. It's free to breathe. It's free to be happy. Um, so that's another uh, benefit to that. Yes. Can you share with us like how you got into this? Like how is this? How did you end up here? <laughs> oh my gosh, because I, I was I was completely different. I come from a past of every single kind of abuse, you name it, it was done to me. And I, I used to say to me. Now I see it was done for me. I always had this voice inside me that told me I was special and I was great, but everyone I listened to told me the opposite. So I believed those voices instead of what was inside me. And I, I lived through so much um, physical, mental, emotional, sexual abuse that I started abusing myself. Everything in my life became abuse. And I was I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and hating myself and, and not loving life. And I... I used to cry outside the window, Bobby, like of my bedroom every single night, looking down at the road and saying, there's got to be more to life than this. There's got to be. I was so angry that, um, you know, I found myself in a dojo uh, where I thought I could just fight my way out of anger. And what I found was a discipline and my power. And it was my power was I could shift everything from what I was using negative negatively into being more positive. And that, that was my turning point in life to start understanding my body, why I had a food addiction, why, why I was spending four hours inside of a gym, seven days a week and gaining weight. Uh, it was a struggle. Yes. Yes. And so I started educating myself, even though I was a graphic designer, I didn't go to school for what I do now at that time. Um, I'm fully board certified now. I have all kinds of certifications, but that, that embarked me to be on a journey to understand my body. I even developed an autoimmune disease. Um, and again, like I've cleared that I'm, I'm, my mind is fully healed from that. My body is slowly catching up and, uh, you know, so everything I've been through, I studied, I studied, okay, how does that affect, you know, how's my nutrition affect this? How do my thoughts affect this? And just when I wasn't feeling right, I would pick that apart. Okay, why am I feeling this way? And I would just research and research and research. So I'm, I'm fully self-educated. And then my clients, I would experiment on them. I, I have over 21 years of case studies on the different phases of my education. 
Um, and that's that's how I got to where I am today. I was hungry to find the answers for myself and therefore then help people that came to me that could relate to my stories. And that's wow. how I got here today. That's incredible. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that with us. Of course. What, the word that just kept popping in my head as you were talking was hope. I was thinking about my gamblers listening or my people that are struggling with addiction. Uh, when you talk about just investing in yourself and, and doing the research and that that all happened for you, that that's a big turning point. That's a huge mindset thing. Was it just, how did you learn that? Like was enough enough? I know I'm going kind of deep, but I, I I'm pretty yeah. passionate about this topic because I think it is the make or break moment. It's the difference between victim and victory or however yes. the fancy little jargon goes. Yes. And, and nothing is too deep for me, Bobby. I've, I've gone to places that people would think I'm, you know, another dimension. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. So that turning point was through personal development, honestly, listening to a lot of audio books um, and feeding my mind that good, healthy food. I just kept hearing it over and over again. If you want to, if you got a victim mentality or you have a growth mindset. It's either, uh, you know, uh, a fixed or a growth mindset. And I started learning about those and the different, um, I guess, qualities or the different ways uh, you can determine which one you're in. And one of them really spoke to me, something I heard multiple times. But one time it just really spoke to me that things don't happen to you because if they're happening to you, you're putting yourself in a story that you're a victim and you're always going to tell yourself that story. And therefore you're always going to be the victim and you're always going to make the same choices you make today. If you want a different life, you have to make different choices, period. So how do you get out of that? Well, you start with the story you tell yourself. You have to start there. If you say to yourself that you're no good, a human nature is you're going to prove yourself right every single time. Then you're going to be no good. But if you shift that story and you choose to make a different choice about that, you know what? I am good. I am special. I am meant to help people. I am an expert at what I do. I do make people smile. Then guess what? I'm going to start proving that to be right. And guess what? Everything that I've been through just taught me what I don't want. And then, then that's when I realized all that happened for me. If I didn't go through all that adversity, I wouldn't know today what I don't want, what I don't want to feel like, what I don't ever want to go back to. Because I know if I start making choices that bring me closer to that, I'm going to end up back there. I don't freaking want that. Yeah. You know, so you got to grow from that and make different choices and shift the story that you tell yourself. And if you keep talking about the story of, oh, well, I'm a food addict. Well, then I'm always going to be a food addict. Or it could be, you know what? I used to be addicted to food. And I realized that that addiction taught me what I don't want. And now I control my food. That's a different statement. That's that's a growth statement. That's a statement where I'm I'm the hero of my story. I'm the victor of my story. I've overcome that addiction. And I will say that once I um, once I became more aware of my methylation process and made it consistent, 
the way you feel stress and addiction is a lot different. It's not so heavy and so consuming. I used to be so addicted to food, Bobby. I couldn't even focus on things. All I could think about was what can I eat now? What can I eat now? Forget being inside my house because cabinets in the kitchen filled with food. How can I eat everything in my house right now? And I couldn't even focus on what I was doing. And the more I didn't want to think about food, the more I thought about food. And I would end up sitting on my kitchen counter, eating everything in sight. One addiction to the next addiction to the next addiction. Because an addiction is an addiction. We're all addicted to something. Now I'm addicted to fitness, but in a good way. In a healthy mindset, because my story is different around it. And, And once I got a consistent methylation process, it's... It was very releasing to feel stress and addiction differently. I almost like got my power back. I had more control of my voice and my power. It was, it was a really eye-opening thing. I love that. And, and, and I need to call some attention to that fact because we're in crisis. Like this country is just legit in crisis mm-hmm. and I don't get into all of that stuff too often. I'm generally like everybody has their opinions and blah, blah, blah. But as I drive around the country and I see gambling machines in like every single freaking gas station in Montana or alcohol at in gas stations, in bars, in all the places, like there's so much. And and to your point with a food addiction, like it's one of those other things it's everywhere. So we really need to two things. (laughs) We need to change that story, which it's hard. I I still go to my 12-step program, right? Like I I just started going back here in Kentucky and finding the community. And I I have been honest about this. I don't want to say I'm Bobby, I'm a compulsive gambler because of what you just talked about with that story. I'm a grateful person in recovery. Yes. You know, like, so changing that dialogue. So I think, but to break, you know, a hundred years, I think AA is coming up on to, to, to break that is going to take some time. So that's one part of it. But then the other part is with all this, what do you call it? What's the word? Um, enticement of mm. all the addictive things. We have to take our power back. Like yes. I can walk into a casino the way that you can walk into a restaurant. I don't recommend it. You know, like I I still have like some core values around it. Like don't put yourself in harm's way, but I need to be healed enough on the inside that I can go in without placing a bet or that I can walk into a bar to play volleyball or to have dinner without having a drink. And it's, I think that's the part I just kind of needed to harp on for the audience because it doesn't matter what the addiction is and, and you're bringing it really home with taking control of your health. And if your health is better then like all those other things are going to fall into place as well. Right. Like, cause I could see if your methylation's bad, now you're grumpy cause you don't feel good. And you're grumpy means you're now in an argument and to cope with the argument, you're off doing the thing. Am, am I following that? The yeah, right 100%. Way? Okay. 100%. Because you create the momentum in a negative way. So more negative things are going to happen. It's that momentum. Which which focus do you want your momentum to go? Yeah. No, and and really that's a decision. It's a choice. And yeah, not to put yourself in harm's way. Um, but I also had to remove myself from my environment too. 
Yeah. Be around people who see you for you and support you for who you really are. And that's you making your own choices and having your own power. Not the people that want to make the choices for you and keep you down to make them feel better. That's a choice too. It all comes down to your choices. It really does. Yeah. I love that point. Thank you for bringing that up. Cause that's, that's probably what's made the biggest difference in my life since I got out of rehab um, is you know, finding 10X, finding, um, you know, online entrepreneurs and coaches and, and getting exposure. Like, I love this world where we can tell each other um, something might be flawed or there might be a mistake, but it's not like, oh, boo-hoo, she hurt my feelings or like, there's no drama in this world, right? And if you know something, you share the knowledge. It's not, it's, and I guess that's one of my bones to pick with corporate America, um, at least <laughs> in the world I lived in. That's what feels so different about being out here is that we all lift each other up and we need it. We need it as women. We need it as races. We need it as so many yes. things And this environment gives it to us. Yes, it sure does. All right. I had another question while we were talking, while you were talking, um, okay. because I'm going to put on the maybe a little bit more older version of myself to ask these questions, but Jessica, you're talking about this methylation and this eating and this stuff, but I want to still live my life. I want to travel. I want to do things. How am I supposed to do that? Anytime I deal with food or this stuff, it becomes like a full-time job. Mm, mm. So the shift, I, I travel all the time. I travel probably two times a month. And so if I can do it, then anyone can do it, especially because my food list that I eat is so short. So how do I travel and remain healthy? Well, first of all, I have non-negotiables. My health is always going to come first. I am always going to come first. And everyone should feel that way because if you can't, if you're not hundred percent, you're not showing up as a hundred percent for those who need you, for those in your business, for those who are, are counting on you. And that's selfish. You're only giving everyone 50% of you or 80% of you or 20% of you. That's selfish. So do the selfless thing and give to yourself first. So you are a hundred percent, your cup is full. So then you can pour out onto everyone else. So that is number one tip. You're non-negotiables for yourself. So when I travel, my hotel has to have a gym or a gym close by that I can go to because I need my workout every single morning. And then number two, I find the closest grocery store. Instead of eating out all the time, which, you know, every now and then I do. Of course I do, because I like being social. Um, and, and it's a new perspective. You have to be willing to open up your mind to different solutions. I go to the grocery store and I buy things. I always tell the, um, the hotel, I need a, a mini fridge. I have medication, which is true. Um, I, I have peptides that I need refrigerated, you know, and it's, it's the truth. And then I just pack it with food. So when I wake up in the morning, I can have my protein shake with my berries and I have all my food right there. And, um, you know, there's always ways you just, you have to see a different perspective. Every restaurant you go to within means you can find something healthy to eat or something that satisfies you. It's, again, it's a choice. 
Um, you could go to, you know, let, let, let's see, what's a, what's a restaurant that people struggle most at? Get, give me one because I'm, I'm horrible at uh, recalling that I've been doing this for so long. The first one that popped in my head was like an olive garden. Okay. Olive garden. Oh my God. First thing that comes to my mind is they have really good salad there. Don't they? They do. They, do. <laughs> they have really good salad. So this is what I would do. Not knowing the menu. It doesn't matter. Because every single restaurant pretty much has the same stuff. They have carbohydrates, okay? They have vegetables, which are fibrous carbs. And they have protein, which is your meats. And then they have fats, which is usually can happen in a, a good fat or a bad fat. Um, so first thing, they have really good salad there. And it's their family style. I would say, can I have the salad dressing on the side? All right. And then you get to control how much salad dressing you put on it. Fill up on as much salad as you want. All that fiber is going to make you feel really, really full. And then when you order your meal, I know all those things, all those foods with all those cream sauces and all of that, um, or with the cheese all over. I know that's really tempting. And again, this is a choice. How are you going to feel afterwards? What do you want to feel afterwards? You have to think ahead, right? You have to think ahead. Now, if you're going to eat that creamy, cheesy thing, know that you're going to eat that and you have to make a bargain with yourself that you're going to feel good afterwards. You're not going to come down on yourself. You're going to be okay with feeling bloated or however you feel afterwards. Or if you say, you know what? I really don't want to feel that way. Okay, then what can I choose to not feel that way? And it's about how you want to feel because I, I realized that in the moment of addiction of food, if I said, do I want this piece of chocolate cake or this creamy, cheesy thing? Okay. Or do I want to order a steak, which is still really freaking good with a side of double veggies. All right. And, and if you want to put the butter on it, whatever, or I just ask for olive oil and salt because Basically, it's a fat and salt, which is the same as butter. It satisfies the same way. Um, you know, how do I want to feel afterwards? And if I, I know that if I concentrate on the food, if I want this cheesy, creamy thing, do I want this cheesy, creamy thing? Or do I want this steak and vegetables? Now, back then, the cheesy, creamy thing would always win. It would <laughs> always win. It's like saying, do you want chocolate cake or do you want water? The chocolate cake's going to win. 99.9% of the time, I'm like, I have to think differently about this. I'm always choosing the wrong things. How do people do this? Mm. The mindset is don't think about the actual choice of the food, you know, that because the bad thing, you know, is always going to win. You have to think about the afterwards, the feeling afterwards and really focus on that. How do I want to feel afterwards? Well, I want to feel like my pants are still going to fit. I want to feel energized. I definitely don't want to be running to the bathroom or be gassy. I, I want to feel really good. And I want to be proud of myself. I want that win. I want that freaking win. Okay. How are you going to get that? I'm going with steak and veggies. Done. Done. No second thought. That has to be one of the greatest takeaways I've ever had in a health conversation. No one has ever presented it that way. Like when we talk about feelings, you know, we're usually talking about guilt and shame and blah, 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 but we're not talking about moving towards the positive. So it's the same way as the, you know, the mindset in life, 
I mm. never thought about eating the steak with olive oil as, as a, what's how it's going to make me feel all around. So thank you for that. That was, that was a very big one. And I appreciate that. And I, you know, like I try to do my research, so that was huge. Good. Here's, here's something I struggle with and I'm guessing a lot of people don't. And you, and you mentioned it earlier that people, when they start feeling well, they feel like, Ooh, this is, this is like exciting or, you know, like this is the way, cause they don't realize they should have felt that way all along. I struggle with figuring out, I don't know how to listen to my body. Like, I don't know how to tell what's good or bad, if that makes any sense. Do you have any like guidance on that for those of us like, or, or maybe even it's how do we check in to tell, does it have to do with sleep pattern or bathroom pattern? Like, what does that look like? Can you, can you help with that? Yeah, absolutely. Because it it can be overwhelming, right? It's a lot. If we don't understand our body, where do we start? And the baseline of our health is sleep. If you're not getting good sleep, A, I would recommend getting some, some work done with my team and I, honestly, because something is off. Because without good sleep, you're going to be grouchy. And we go back to that grouchy state of mind. That grouchy state of mind puts us in the momentum to make more poor choices. I call it our filter. If you're in the grouchy filter, all your choices are going to be through that grouchy filter. So start with sleep. Get your seven to nine hours of sleep. It is a non-negotiable. It's not, it's not, oh, I'll sleep on the weekend. I'll sleep when I die. Sleep is a therapy for your body. Yeah. It is, it is a therapy. It's, it's a necessity. It's not a convenience. Oh, sleep isn't convenient because I want to stay up uh, late and work on my business and get up early because I'm told, you know, if I get up early, then, you know, and I beat the sun up, then I'm going to master my business. You're not going to master your business if you're freaking tired and you're unhealthy. Now, I'm a fan of waking up before the sun. I do every single morning. I beat that sun up, but I also go to bed um, on time. So I get my sleep in. I'm in bed by 830. That's non-negotiable. Now, if I'm going to stay up later, I have to make sure that I can sleep in later and I'm okay with sacrificing my workout because I will always sacrifice my workout before I ever sacrifice sleep. hundred percent. Wow. So start with your sleep. Do you get a lot of pushback on the sleep? Like people saying, well, how do I, cause I know I try to fall asleep naturally with the intention of going to bed at eight 30, but I struggle with that. So I'm guessing it's another, um, cycle that you have to break. Yes, it is. You, you're, you're going to have to go through a cycle. Um, if you're used to going to bed at 11 o'clock and you want to start going to bed at eight 30, cause you, I back into, if you want to get up at five o'clock every morning. Okay. And you know that eight hours is good sleep for you. That means nine o'clock, you should be sleeping. That means at eight 45, your head should be on the pillow because it takes 15 minutes to actually fall into that first cycle of sleep. Mm -hmm. And you need so many cycles of sleep within 24 hour period. So this is, this is the loophole. You have 24 hours and that's why napping is okay. You have 24 hours to get in about five or six cycles of sleep which equals seven to nine hours of sleep. Everyone has a sweet spot. So if you only get four hours of sleep, you still have the rest of the day to get in those extra cycles of sleep. 
Once 24 hours goes by, there's no making it up. Your body's already been damaged. Mm. There is no coming back from that. So yeah, at first, if, if you, if you're used to going to bed at 11 o'clock and, and you want to start going to bed at 845 to be sleep by nine, it's going to be an adjustment period. You're going to be laying there for a while. And then your alarm's going to go off at five and you're going to be tired, but get up, get up anyways. And you'll be more tired to fall asleep earlier that night. And it's before that 24 hour period too. Ah, so you'll feel better. Yes. Yes. Right. Thank you. If your mind's spinning brain dump, do something, write, write out everything that's going on in your head, because that happens to me too. Sometimes get it out. All right. I totally interrupted your jam. So I'm sorry. So sleep was important. No, you're good. You interrupted oh, me. it was about identifying the feelings in our body. Yes. Yes. Okay. So once, once we, once you focus on sleep, then you can really focus on how you feel in the morning. Maybe journal it, write it down in your um, in notes of your phone or or sit there and mentally take, you know, a picture of yourself. Go through. Am I tired this morning? Am I groggy? Um, you know, how do I feel? How's my energy? Did I sleep well? Did I wake up? Did I have to wake up to pee? Um, you know, and I would start with increasing water. Sleep, then increase your water. One thing at a time here. And take mental note of how you feel. Some people like to journal what they eat that day. If that's too much, that's fine too. But every time after you eat, 45 minutes later, take a mental note. How do I feel? Do I feel tired? Do I feel energized? Do I feel bloated? Do I feel like I overeat? You know, just start checking in with yourself at different points of time. And if this seems hard for you, set a timer on your phone. When you eat, okay, it's your, my meal just was served. Remind me in 45 minutes to check in with myself. Hey, Siri, remind me in 45 minutes, check in with myself, eat, you know, and that seems funny, but that's how I started. Hey, Siri, remind me in one hour to drink more water. Hey, Siri, remind me at 845 tonight, your butt better be in bed. Like, Siri, yeah, she's sending me all kinds of reminders now. <laughs> <laughs> My alarms are going to start going off, you know, but set yourself reminders to do mental checks. Otherwise, how are we going to know to check in with ourselves to communicate. Um, you know, that's why people meditate to check in with themselves, to make sure they're okay, to be in the moment because we're either letting our head wander about the future, which is anxiety. And we can't control the future. All we can do is be in the now, be in a good mood, and we will attract more things to make us stay in that mood. That's a momentum or we're too worried about the past, about things happening. Oh my God, what if this happens again? Or this is a fear because this happened before. That's depression. It, that's in the past. Take the lessons and take them into the now. You know, don't, don't worry about things because it's only going to happen again if you're in that mood to attract it again. Somebody, I don't remember who said it, if it was like, church or social media, but something like worrying is basically praying for the negative. Yeah. 100%. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I, I tell mom, cause mom has the worry gene mom, you're telling the universe, you know, like when she does the, what ifs mom, you're telling the universe, you're going to yes. be careful. The universe could hear you. What you focus on grows. Yeah, exactly. What you focus on grows. All right. So tell me what have I not covered as a curious 
um, not health expert. <laughs> <laughs> you did really, really well, Bobby. You did really well. You know, I just want uh, people to understand that there's there's more answers out there for them. You know, um, there's definitely more things that are coming to light that are becoming the norm that we used to think is woo woo. And uh, just understand that your thoughts create the environment for your body. They, they create your environment because they are your choices and food fuels all of that too. Um, they're very important things. And if you really want a different life, you have to be willing, have to be willing to make different choices. That's the bottom line. There is no magic pill to losing weight. There is no magic pill to gaining, you know, nice biceps. There's no magic pill to just snapping and have depression. It literally is. You just have to choose different choices and be conscious and aware of your thoughts and, and the, the food that, so the, the food you give your brain and the food you, you give your body, it's, it's really, really important. Um, and you can't have one without the other and expect a positive result. You, you can't. Do you think that, do you think that most things could be fixed without medicine? Like if someone wanted to work with you, do you <laughs> you're grinning so big. So I'll just shut up right there. Yes. Uh, you know, I will say I'm not a doctor. Okay. We do not treat or diagnose any diseases. We just, with what science has shown us, we design protocols that support what science shows us with the body on suggestions and recommendations based on how you feel. And I will say that I've seen some miracles, absolute miracles with people when we open up this world to them and we give their body the tools it needs. I'm one. I mean, I, I doctors want to give me a liver transplant. Oh my gosh. And I said, no freaking way, not happening, not happening. Um, my, my two nieces, young, both of them within the same week had gallbladders removed. Ridiculous. You know what that is? That's stage two gut health. That's all that is. If they had fixed their gut health, their gallbladders would have been fine. Mm, that makes it make sense. That shows that the diet in the house or the environment is what triggered it. It sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's three different stages to gut health. And number two is usually liver, kidney, gallbladder, uh, some kind of organ disruption or failure happening. That's that is imbalance in your gut. And that is a hundred percent, I don't want to say fixable, but uh, healable. How about that? Our bodies are meant to heal. When we cut ourselves, it heals, right? Yeah. That's all I got to say. We're meant to heal. Yeah. I love that. And I keep having a question in the back of my head that I kept, oh, oh, I know what it is. So you can do this work with people remotely. Is that yep. what you're saying? Yep. So we we have um, two packages right now. One is just a straight methylation package to start with. And one is a whole body package. Um, so the methylation just does the methylation test. The whole package does all the other tests. So you, you get the gut health, you get food sensitivities, uh, hormone levels, cellular health, all of that, um, depending on which one you want to start with. And uh, we drop ship you the kits. 
Okay. So if, if blood needs to be drawn, we send a phlebotomist to your house or your location as well. Everything gets drawn. You send it in the pre, um, uh, labeled envelope free of charge, bring it to your FedEx, UPS, whatever. And then I get the results. Um, then right now I'm offering uh, a one-on-one call with me. Usually that's not what, how this goes, but right now I'm offering that. So now is a time to get my one-on-one attention. Um, and I go over the results with you and design your protocol and tell you the next steps. And I, I make that lifestyle shift for you. All you have to do is show up. Mm. It doesn't get more simple than that. So yeah, we work with clients uh, worldwide. Love it. Wide. Yes. Jessica, where, well, is there anything I forgot to touch on in my curious mind? Um, No other, I I forgot to mention right now um, until the end of the month, if you visit www.freehealthybook.com, you will actually get a free breathing guide with me. So I get to breathe with you. You get to do it alongside me. So you can go freehealthybook.com and it's totally free. You just, uh, you, you know, you put in your name, your email, and we will deliver you that, that, uh, that guide where you get to, um, it talks about breathing, the benefits, and you actually get to do the exercise along with me. So I will definitely offer that to your, your audience because it's, it's life. Thank you. That is so awesome. Well, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. You're a testament that your stuff works, right? Like when you're talking about buying, selling businesses, um, the success that you're having, we chatted before I press record about speaking engagements and you've done some work with Tony Robbins team. Like there's the world just continues to get better and better for you. And I want you to know, I'm very proud of you, my friend. And you set a great example. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's it. I I will say I'm proud of myself for being a testament that, you know, when you put yourself in that that high, happy mood, no matter what happens, it's a choice to always just put a smile on your face, think good thoughts, more good things come your way. And when you're on the right path, it's easy. It's just easy. I'm not going to say there's not going to be bumps in the road because there is, but there's two sides to every coin. You can choose to see the negative side of the coin or you can choose to see the positive side of the coin because one cannot exist without the other. So if a struggle happens, what's the what's the positive side to it? Because there's always, always a positive side to it. So just remember that. Thanks, Jessica. Love that theme of choices. Yes. All right. Well, good luck with all your adventures and thank you for being here. Thank you, Bobby. I appreciate you.